Boom. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Siren Podcast. I have an awesome show for you tonight. My guest is Massive J, and we talk about all kinds of awesome stuff. Massive J is a really awesome, fun guy, uh, really cool guy to talk to. If you have not heard of Massive J, make sure and check out his stuff. He's got some uh, stuff out on YouTube. You can just search Massive J. And he's got a show coming up on the 12th of September over at Glory Bound. So if you ain't got nothing else going on, head over there and check it out. It's going to be a great time. So let's just get right into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Massive J. Sent from gross odour. Dad bod. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Siren Podcast. Tonight I have on Massive J. Thanks for coming on the show. It's nice to finally meet you, sir. Nice, nice to meet you as well. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Uh, it, before this started, uh, me and Jay here had a uh, very long setup process. So just be glad we're here. Uh, it was probably the worst one so far. But, you know, maybe that's uh, telling for a great show to come, you know? So. We'll see. We'll see, won't we? See. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, I I saw you the the first time I saw you was on the uh, live from a safe I always get this wrong from a safe distance or space live yeah. from a safe distance yeah 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 uh, and I thought it was really cool so uh, it was definitely not like everybody else what everybody else was doing so um, that's why I reached out to you initially and then uh, I saw your ward song and uh, all that stuff I actually saw you were at uh, that new place in Laurel. Yeah, I played uh, at 325th Street Friday night. Yeah, I haven't actually got a chance to make it up there. Uh, how is it? Good? It's really cool. It's a it's a small venue. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's limited capacity currently, but uh, I think, you know, I think it's a great space, you know. Uh, all they're selling is beer right now, but they're trying to get their liquor license. They have food available. They have a nice uh, back patio area. Yeah, I saw a picture. And it's right, ne- it's right next, it's right next to the old slow boat. So it's it's a cool space. Yeah, it look it look cool. Uh, doesn't Shane Kelly, the owner, or he is or something? Yeah, I've, I I used to mm-hmm. go to church with him way back in the day. So I've known him for a while. Cool dude. Yeah, I I, uh, I met Shane a couple of years back when we had a uh, a band from a hat concert. We were in the same band. We got to be in a band together and it was uh yeah. that was a fun experience yeah so 
So are you a, a keyboardist or do you play like other instruments or just what, like what you do? I play the- a little, well, I, I grew up playing a lot of different instruments. Uh, you know, my mom is a retired elementary music teacher. Yeah. Uh, she would teach elementary music t- to children and we had instruments. I had instruments just around as a child. Uh, I was forced to play the violin at an early age. Yeah. And uh, so, so I played a lot of different things in my teenage years. I started picking up guitar a little bit and I'm not, I'm not like a lead guitarist. I play a little rhythm here and there, but uh, play a little piano, play a little keys, uh, maybe a little, you know, play a little guitar here and there and just, just make it happen. You know, just do what I can musically. Yeah. I, I, I switched from about eighth or ninth grade. It was ninth grade. I switched from violin to string bass and I played upright bass for a couple of years and, you know, played ba- bass in a couple bands, uh, in high school and stuff. And then kind of when I moved to Hattiesburg, I just kind of just sat around and played guitar and hit keyboard for the most, Yeah, you know, man, I didn't, you know? uh, well, two things. Uh, I've always wanted to play the violin. I saw a, a guy play when I was younger and I was just like, that is the most beautiful instrument. Ever and I'd always want to play one. I could never afford one. So once I got older, I was like, I'm getting a violin, and I got one. And I was like, I can play guitar. I'm gonna be able to play this thing easy, and I can't do anything on it, man. I thought I'd just be able to do it. I can't even hold the bow right. I was like, it's. I have it. It's in my closet, but uh, it wasn't as easy as <laughs> as I thought it was. It, gonna be. No, it was definitely something that was thrust upon me at such an early age that I didn't. My mom would not take no for an answer. It was just one of these things where my brother got to play cello, and my mom's a cellist, uh, you know. Yeah. So it was kind of one of these things where, like, where Jamie's going to play, Jamie's going to play the violin, and I don't know. It was it was thrust upon me, and by the time I got to junior high school, uh, I told my mom, I was like, Mom, the, the violin's kind of a, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not the greatest violinist, and I just feel like it's kind of a at that point I was just kind of like over it and she's like, well, we're going to put you, we'll put you on string bass. Then you'll, you'll feel a little better. And I actually did. It was really cool. It was a good transition for me. Yeah. It's the same thing. Just bigger, right? You hold it different. Oh, much bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> much, uh, a little, a little different, but yeah, it, it was, it was still a cool thing, man. Just playing an orchestra and stuff growing up. Yeah. Orchestras are cool. I sat in with, in uh, when I was at Southern and, we recorded the orchestra there and it's like, I've never actually sat down and watched one before then. And it's mind blowing how good those people are. Uh, and they're just, you know, in college and stuff. It's crazy. An orchestra oh, yeah. is very impressive, especially the instrumentation and stuff. So, yeah. And that's another thing. It was, it was kind of one of the actual things that drew me to Hattiesburg, believe it or not, is when I got out of high school, I had these big dreams of coming to Southern and, and becoming like a music composition major and continuing playing string bass. And I don't know, I just, that whole freshman year experience, I got out and just kind of wasn't sure I wanted to be at school at the time. So, you know, yeah, but it's what got, it's what got me to Hattiesburg. Well, that's good. Uh, how long have you been here? Long time? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I say I, I moved here in 2001. Okay. Oh, so before we were talking about like uh, about ourselves, so because uh, I actually don't even know your name, 
<laughs> uh, I know you, Master yeah. Jay. Um, so what what is your actual name? That's a weird thing to say after talking. My, to you. my name is Jamie Massengale. Massing. Is that where you get massive? Yeah, pretty much. It was. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where I like, go, oh, you're a big guy and your last name's, yeah, I don't know. Just roll with it. What's well, a sick name? I like it. I mean, you see oh, it thanks. and you're like, like he's doing something, you know? You're like, that guy's got to be doing I'm trying. something. He's got to be doing something with a name like that, uh, for sure. So, um, but yeah, I've been, uh, I'm from Laurel, or Soso, but it's essentially Laurel, which is right up the road uh, from Hattiesburg. And I moved to Hattiesburg uh, a year ago. I was in Pedal, and then I moved here. Uh, but I've always been around the area. But now that I lived here, I love being in Hattiesburg because um, I live kind of right by sidelines. Like I could walk to sidelines if I want, but I've got you know a real wooded area I live in, so it's pretty uh, it's pretty nice being close to everything. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty cool. But uh, I guess if you went to college in two thousand one, I was two thousand one. I was in seventh grade. So, um, young, young guns over here, a little, little younger. See, but I mean, I feel old. Like I went into uh, that pizza place the other day, uh, Pyro's and there's yeah. a bunch of college kids out there. And I was like, these kids look so young. Uh, and it was, uh, it was shocking. It was an awake, awakening moment. I was like, man, I'm old now or getting old. I guess. Not that old. <laughs> well i'm older i'm older um so yeah uh uh i saw you on uh the uh uh the award show the other night it's pretty funny stuff man so uh, were you up for anything did you get anything well uh usually whenever i i started working for these people actually i started working for signature magazine and the pine belt news the people who put it on oh, okay. and i before I before I started working for them, I would be able to get nominated and be up for awards. But uh, this with with me working for the uh, the company, they they usually just don't try to avoid any type of conflict. Where yeah, I can see that. You know, so yeah, so as as an employee, I'm ineligible to win anything. But you know, it's 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 you know, it's it's it is what it is. It's kind of cool, you know. Yeah, I was uh. I got nominated, like I got an email and my name was on the thing for uh, live music photographer, but I didn't actually get like nominated, nominated. Uh, I don't know how that works. I never heard of it till uh, yeah. till this year anyway, but uh, I was on it for a second. <laughs> but I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Um, the Chad Edwards uh, is fantastic. I had him on the show. Uh, so there would have been no point. He didn't win. Someone else won. I hadn't heard of that, that guy, but me being on there was what's been pointless anyway. Uh, yeah, with those guys. Yeah, I gotta say, uh, a lot of the guys, a lot of people that were the, some of the finalists, pretty amazing. Like as you know, Chad, his photography is some of the some of the best I've I've, I've seen. And yeah. the guys that uh, Keith Kujak and Rob Walker, you know, they've been coming up in the last couple of years. You know. I don't know if they're necessarily on Chad's level, but they're they're definitely getting there. I mean, it's really pretty amazing to see that the community and who is it, Jen Devereaux, she goes down to New Orleans all the time. Like, we have some pretty amazing like uh, 
photographers around here who take uh, music, who do music photography, and just a pretty amazing uh, crop of photographers. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I had Chad on, and we just like picked a bunch of his pictures and talked about each one of them. And the first time I saw his stuff, it was just like randomly I'd see him on Facebook and the stuff, and I was like, "Who the hell is this guy? Uh, these photos are fantastic. Uh, he's good." Yeah, I should actually, I should actually just not even say like Chad. I mean, as a photographer, not, not necessarily. Like I say they're all photographers, so it doesn't really matter like what what it is. But Chad's photography is is pretty amazing, I must say. Yeah, he's got he's got an eye for it. He's definitely born to do that. <laughs> Um, so that's cool, man. Signature magazine. Um, don't they usually have like a full award ceremony and stuff? Traditionally, they do. In the last couple of years, they've had uh, an actual event at the Sanger Theater. Uh, usually, like a big crowd, lots of uh, lots of musical acts. Uh, it's usually a nice little excuse for people to dress up. There's a kind of like a red carpet and. Everybody gets gussied up and has a good time. It's it's usually a lot of fun. Uh, a couple awards are given away, and I, I guess just a nice excuse to come together and, and see some some live music and hang out. Yeah, I actually, I actually got to open up the show last year. It was pretty cool. They I was asked to uh, be the opening act, which was yeah. a lot of a, very weird and interesting. <laughs> so. So let's talk about what what it is you actually do. You set up for a show and and you just kind of like use a looper and just kind of freestyle stuff and for the most part, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of. Uh, I, I want to say that I've been inspired by some people who can make up songs on the fly and just kind of do a lot of improv. I like to be funny. I'm, I'm always trying to goof off and, and make people laugh. I uh, so I like to make really goofy comedic songs but essentially i have like a little uh micro korg synth you know synthesizer i'll play that i have my little chaos pad i'll sit there and loop and do voice effects and all kinds of stuff and just make up songs on the fly uh, what kind of looper do you use it's through the chaos pad oh, uh I, as much as i would love to upgrade to like a nice a big a bigger uh looping rig uh i'm still just using this little chaos the chaosolator a, a korg chaosolator and uh it's a lot of fun i mean it, it's it's somewhat limiting but it's it's a lot of fun and uh it's got all different kinds of sounds and drum patches and all kinds of interesting things and i don't know i, I goof off with it a lot yeah people just see me wiggling my finger on this little <laughs> on this little rectangle like, you know, a little, like what little is that thing and it's got it lights up and stuff yeah this is uh yeah, this i is, know they make like small they make small portable versions but this is like a this is this is what i used to loop with it's like uh oh, oh wow sixty dollars uh it, it's made for guitar but i have it set up where my mic can go through it and everything so when i do live streams and you just you hit it once and it starts to loop and then it starts stops it hit it twice to stop and then hold it to erase yeah perfect i used to i used to have a little uh, a little boss like that like a little mm -hmm. two pedal and uh i think my I, my buddy's uh battle cat 
he uses that a little bit when he's he does some base loops and stuff whenever we're playing. Yeah, I don't think I've seen Battle Cat. I see, you know, I feel like I'm, I miss a lot of things in Hayes, but it's kind of the reason one of the reasons I started a, a music based podcast was, you know, get to know more people out in the area and stuff like that as well. So, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of people doing a lot of cool stuff, man. There really are. It's uh, I know this year has been tough with uh, you know, with everything and live shows and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, there's people. I mean, there's a show going on at T Bones tonight. Actually, believe it or not. Yeah, the Royal Royal Horses. Royal Horses. Yeah. Um, the uh, the the thing of though about not having the live shows is I've actually got to catch a lot more people that I wouldn't have normally. Uh, you know, I wouldn't. I've never thought to go. Oh, I'm going to go to the hippo tonight because this band's playing. I would wouldn't have even known. But if they show up on Facebook and I'm like, that looks cool. You know, it's like there's a lot of bands that I've uh, discovered just based on live events uh, this year. I think you know, it's it's kind of a two edged sword. It it sucks not to get out, but also a good excuse yeah. for people to set up their cameras. I mean, I started a podcast pretty much because of it it's, it's actually it's funny you say that because there was some page that i i got i got drawn to early on in this whole quarantine uh lifestyle and it's a facebook page called social distance fest or something like that yeah and there's people all over the country in this group and people will basically just go live on social distance fest uh facebook page and i've been introduced to like artists in new orleans and all over the country really like people are all over uh, this this one girl just plays like a theremin you know what i'm talking about like yeah the, yeah you know what a theremin yeah this girl's like over here wailing <laughs> on this theremin i'm like it's so bizarre you know like but i would you know it's the world we're living in that's awesome that's uh i've always wanted to play a theremin it's fascinating yeah, I, I just have i just have a fake one on my chaos pad that i uh oh yeah <laughs> i can just wiggle my finger and you know, you could you could just set up a fake one and pretend you're doing it, and people be like, "Damn, did you see Massive J? He's like an expert theremin player now." Actually, I, <laughs> don't tell any, don't tell anybody. I do, I do that sometimes. Oh. I, I just when I'm playing it with my with my right hand, I'm <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm showing off with the left. They're like they're like, man, you got to <laughs> check this guy's killing it on the theremin down at T Bones. You got to get up there. Um, That's right. But now they know. Now everybody knows. I'll, yeah. I'll cut this part out. That's right. I'll, I'll edit this. <laughs> I'll edit yeah, they don't need to know. They don't need to know that my tricks. That's awesome. Man. Um. So, uh, what? Let's talk about uh, about wards. What? Let's what? Talk do, about wards. Let's talk about wards. You have a music video that uh, I'll probably link. Is that on a, uh, a streaming platform? Like, it's uh no, no, I mean it's it's on SoundCloud. I, was, I mean it's not really on, it's not on any like, it's not on iTunes or Spotify or anything. Uh, part of that has to do with just the fact that when we when I recorded that, I recorded that when I was part of a a rap duo. It was it was me and my buddy, the Khan, who is now the Khan lives in Texas. Yeah, and massive, massive J and Decon together are the group is called J Con. J Con. So okay, 
So J-Con was our, our little group name, and this was like five, six years ago. Uh, we we had a little thing going on. We would play. It was actually kind of a, a really interesting – it was an interesting time. Uh, man, this was like even longer ago. This might have been seven years ago that basically uh, in 2013, so long ago um, – there was a, a an election for the mayor of Hattiesburg, mm-hmm. and it was like Johnny Dupree versus Dave Ware. And when I was, I used to basically just go up to the Thirsty Hippo and do open mics and stuff. I would just go up there and goof off and just kind of get my feet wet, performing a little bit, doing my looping, and just kind of just kind of getting into things. And there, and Jacon would show up, and he would kind of MC the event, and. He's a rapper, you know. He's a he's a lyricist, and somebody suggested that Decon and I kind of team up and do a show. And this was around the time when I say the the, the it was kind of a weird time politically because of this uh, this mayoral election in Hattiesburg. It was really weird, but we had a we had a little concert and we kind of came together. But in doing so. Uh, we had to like, all right, let's get together. Let's make a couple songs just to, you know, perform. And he asked me like, what do you got? What are you working on? And I said, well, I, I sing this song about going to wards when I'm driving to wards in the morning to get a biscuit for my old, I had to go, I had to go to wards like all the time to go get biscuits for my, for my office. I worked for a lawyer and, uh, it was like my whole. It was like part of my thing. So I'd get, I'd get in the car. I'd be driving the wards. I'm like going awards, going awards. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's good. So then, yeah. So, so yeah. It kind of weird evolved from there. Like Decon and I are sitting around my old apartment. And he's like, well, "Let me ask you something. Would you rather go to wards, or would you rather go to war?" I was like, "Dude." No question. I'd rather go to wards. Who who in their right <laughs> mind would ever like say, yeah, I'm ready to go to war? I'd rather yeah. go to wards. You know, war than have a tasty biscuit or whatever. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it, that's how it evolved. That's how that whole song came about. And uh, Decon and I, like I said, we we had a little group for a little bit. And uh, one day, we just decided, hey, let's let's get somebody to come record us a little bit. And that was the one song that we recorded together. Like it was the only, we recorded it in my old apartment in Hattiesburg. It was just, it was just a funny thing, man. Yeah, that's good. That's when the best stuff's made, man. An apartment. Just come over to the house, bring your laptop. And to talk about that, to talk about that song and like pop and the local pop, uh, you know, pop culture, I guess you'd say. I don't know. It's really weird. So, like, Dakon and I had kind of, he, you know, we had our little, we kind of, I don't say broke up or whatever. We had a little split. He uh, he ended up playing with some other people. And, I, you know, I, I wished him well. It was just one of these things where we just weren't agreeing, uh, you know, creative differences, I guess you'd say. But uh, he moved to Texas He's, he's living in Texas. We, we're still really great friends, and uh, we talk to each other every so often. But uh, I started going back to Southern. I went back to school after all this time of being out of school, 
And, you know, I, I'm friends with people like your boy, DJ Don King, who DJs things. And he would tell me, he, he's, he would tell me, hey, I'm DJing the, uh, the Ward's Christmas party. And I said, oh, you ought to play the, the Ward's rap song for him that I wrote. He's like, he's like, well, do you have the, uh, the clean version? And I was like, no. <laughs> I only got the explicit version, which I, I had, I, the guy who recorded it, he made a, a clean version, a radio edited version. So I got that radio edited version from my buddy. And at the time I was back at Southern and I started getting it played. I got it to start getting played on WUSM, the college radio station. Yeah. So it's, it's actually a song that you can request on WUSM after six o'clock at night. You can request Wards Over War <laughs> on the radio. Uh, and that that's goofy on its own. But uh, take I was doing a bunch of video production classes at Southern. And we were given an assignment one semester where my teacher came in and said, hey, you know, you can make a little miniature documentary if you want. You can make a, a little narrative video or you can make a music video. And I was like, oh, a music video? Like, I've got the perfect song for a music video. So that's pretty much how the, the video came about. It was a video project for a class I was taking. And uh, we had a lot of fun with that. I, I, I do have a couple, uh, as, as, a, as, a, as a, my own worst critic, I do feel like I could have done better on the video, but it definitely helped push the song out there again. You know, I hate that Decon couldn't be there to be in the video, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, the whole wards, the whole wards thing. So, everybody out there, because this is probably past six o'clock right now. Yeah, go to Southern Miss. <laughs> go to southernmissradio.com, Click on requests, and then just type in wards, and then it'll be one of the things you can pick up. Jcon wards over war. Let's get it to. Do they have like a chart? They have a chart, like number one, number two chart up there. I mean, not really. Let's make it to where they have to make one because your song is getting played so much that USM has to make a top ten chart with wards over war. Go there and do it. There right. wasn't. There was a time when I used to do that. I would if I was ever at the Keg and Barrel, and I would hear that they were listening to WSM on the <laughs> on the speakers inside. I would request it and be like, yeah, my song's coming on. Y'all going to hear this. <laughs> it's funny. Like, hey, ladies, hear this? Oh, that's, that's an interesting <laughs> scenario where uh, a couple of years ago, uh, I decided to make a little, uh, to make some extra money by being like an Uber and Lyft driver here in town. And uh, I was driving Uber one night. <laughs> And my song came on. These girls were in my car. I'm driving them home or something. I'm just like, this is me on the radio. They're like, what? <laughs> so I just started rapping to them in the car. It was so good. Dude, that, I, I need to put, I need to get a song on the radio. And then Uber drive. Yeah. That's, that's probably the best thing ever. That's me on the radio. Yeah. My idea would be for us to make a song together and then we'll make a goofy video and then we'll have a making of video as well. And it'll all start with this podcast. Oh, that's it. It'll be like, yeah. it'll be that moment right there where I said, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I'm going to cut that back. I'm going to add in a, that oh again right here. 
Oh, oh. boom. And oh. then oh. oh, and that's what the name of the oh. song is. Oh. oh. Talking oh. about all the things that make you go Oh, oh. right? I got it, man. That's yeah. it. That's a hit. I'm in. <laughs> all right, we're doing it. I'm writing that down on my calendar. I gotta find it. Once I find my calendar, I'm writing it. Oh, put it on your calendar. Y'all be ready for that coming this fall, 2020. It's called "Where's My Calendar." Oh, where's my calendar? <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the reason the reason why I asked if it was on a streaming platform is I, I'll cut it in and play it uh, right here. If, if there's a song that's on uh, Apple Music or anything like that, Facebook is like will shut down the stream or mute it or something. But if it's not on one of those platforms, I can play it. So I'll play that video. Uh, yeah, right, right yeah. now. Here's here's the here's the video. Check it out. Bad breath. The chili ain't no good unless it gives you bad breath. 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 Bad
out there looking good Smiling like at me with your smirk But I'm finna put you to work Say this with me now Hey, I know where you work If you got that tie-dye shirt Hey, I know where you work If you got that tie-dye shirt Everybody say, I know where you work If you got that tie-dye shirt You work at boards, 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 boards Everybody now, I know where you work if you got that tie-dye shirt. Say it live now. I know where you work if you got that tie-dye shirt. I said that I know where you work if you got that tie-dye shirt. You work at boards. <laughs> oh, that was the video. That was and, the uh, video. That was the video. And believe it or not, there was a uh, part of the video when I made it. Uh, you might notice that it's not the same. It's it, it lacks a little bit of the intro and a little bit of the outro. Believe it or not, I I kind of cut it a little bit just for video. So. Oh, yeah. Took a creative license. And, and also, I, I regret that. If you notice, we're at the wards over by the old mall in Hattiesburg. My favorite wards, the one on Barter Street, which I reference. Uh, <laughs> it's right across the street from the old treasure hunt, which is now Dirt Cheap. And after the video, I went to Dirt Cheap and found some really uh, awesome clothes that I probably should have had in the video, but I didn't. Maybe uh, part two. Yeah. Uh I've already been to war. Now I'm coming home to war. It could be yeah, a- coming home to wars. That sounds like a country version, though. I got, I have to come like a uh, country song where I'm like, coming home to war. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, that's coming it. Coming home from war is God. like a country song. God and it's bless. About <laughs> those hash browns. <laughs> Shining so bright. Need a frosty mug and some root beer tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Coming on home. Bring it on home, wards. Bring it on home, wards. Yeah, you can get the crate. You can get the, the. I don't know if they were crazy clothes, but those clothes that you wanted. Uh, film a part two. We actually. Yeah, I had all these really crazy ideas for that video where I wanted to get like people, like legit military, like ROTC people, to like. <laughs> March, March, in, in like in formation in the wards parking lot. But I thought you know somebody might have like gone. Mm, I don't know about that. You know, like uh, was uh, I don't know. Was wards aware of this, or do you just show up? Well, at place? yes, I uh, I'm actually friends with uh, Miss Vicky Ward, who is daughter of one of the, some of the original owners. Uh, which now I think it's franchised out a little bit, and she still owns that one particular wards. Uh, at, at my my favorite wards by the old over by the old mall. Okay, well, yeah. Barter, Barter Street. Yeah, in fact, I've I've actually I've actually been told that the people who own majority of like the franchise wards, they're not really a big fan of my song. Which really? I don't know what to say. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's like a I compliment. Don't know. 
I think it's just the fact that like I decided to make the video with the explicit version, and yeah, there were some kids there. Their parent, you know, they're cool. You know, yeah. just just go with it. I I drop a, an f word here and there. You know, it's not. A, they say that on TV. You know. Yeah, kids hear <laughs> kids hear way worse things. You know. I was watching Sesame Street the other day. They were dropping f bombs. I mean, it's everywhere today. <laughs> sure they were. Sure they were. <laughs> SpongeBob, they're all saying it. So, oh, yeah. Um, so, Massive J goes towards on Barter Street. What are you ordering? It's your last I'll try, meal. Again, again, it's it's breakfast. It's a, that particular one, slave breakfast. I mean, it is amazing. And right now, I'm on a little bit of a diet, so I've got to eat like healthier i yeah. can't really i'm can't i'm trying to lay off the biscuits you know what i'm saying yeah uh it's tough. but yeah well let's just say <laughs> if i'm going out i'm going for that biscuit i'm going either just like give me a whole two butter biscuits and some gravy because they're gravy biscuit they're sausage gravy mm-hmm. it's really good but traditionally i would just get like a patty egg and cheese or a patty and cheese biscuit hmm. nothing wrong with it you know well, and the, I, I was going to say the reason, the reason I, I swear by that particular uh, wards is I know that it's one of the, it's one of the wards where they make their biscuits in house, and it means a lot when they're, when they're made in house. Actually making them, yeah. Instead yeah. of pulling, there's out only the so many wards that actually do that. I think people have told me that the one in Petal, maybe the one on Fortieth. I don't really know. I can't go to all the wards. And trust me, I'm trying. I'm trying to chill out on the biscuits, but uh, I've also been to I've been to some wards that are open on Sundays and that serve like those frozen biscuits. Mm. And you know, it's just it's just not hitting right. Can't can't have the frozen ones. Uh, the the thing about wards is my wife and her sister. Her sister lives in New Orleans, so every time she comes up, she goes to wards because there's not a wards down there. So they love wards. Me personally, this might this might offend some people. I've never been the biggest fan of wards. I do like their root beer though. I like the root beer. Yeah. Um, Look, but you're not you're not going to offend me. Okay. When I had their breakfast though, one day I didn't even know they had breakfast, but I was going through. I'm going to say Rich Richton Rich whatever the town is past Pedal. Like going away from Hattiesburg, that next yeah, town, Richton. Richton. There's a, there was awards there, and we stopped and got breakfast one day, and that was delicious. It was like, it was almost like you know how you, when you get fast food, you kind of want it to be a little sloppy. That's kind of what makes it good. The fact that it's like oh, the yeah. biscuits kind of falling apart and it's greasy. That's exactly what it was. The bag was clear for my sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. That yeah. was definitely a thing, you know, like a, if I'm coming back from wards in the morning and my boss is like always ordering like, you know, something greasy, there better be some, some grease spots on that bag, you know? Yeah. It was one of those, you know, that's how you know it's good. Yeah. I mean, uh, you go to Starbucks and your bag, you know, you get those little panini things. There's no, there's no grease on those things. No. It's a different animal. Uh, uh you were saying you, who is it? They, they live in New Orleans and they don't have wards down there. And people, people have, have nostalgia 
or people people also like things that they don't have on a regular basis you know it's one of those things uh-huh. where we have awards and i've had i've had enough awards i could you know i i i, I don't i wouldn't miss it too but too bad right now but it's just one of these things where like say i drive through jackson i stopped at a whataburger mm. and it's it's a weird thing where we don't have whataburger and it might not be the greatest thing. People like people talk, hype it up, but like I really like it. I don't know what it is. I think it's just the fact that we don't have one. Yeah, I played a show down in uh, Socher, and I don't know if it's technically in Socher, but somewhere around there, there's a Whataburger. And I was like, me and my brother were down there, like, dude, we've got to hit that Whataburger. And uh, we went in there and got it. And I was sitting there thinking, man, last time I had this as a kid, it was so good, and it was okay, but it was still you were still like, I'll, I'm gonna yeah. come back. I'm coming back to this. Yeah, there's a lot of hype with certain places. like Whataburger. I've been to In and Out. I mean, there's a lot of hype with these places, you know. I've never been to In and Out. I, I hear it's good. I still haven't hit the 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 steak and shake that they just built. Everybody says that that's awesome, but uh, I started a diet in November, and they built that after that, and I just haven't had any fast food since. Oh, wow. But I wanted to try it. It was like as soon as they started putting that thing up, I started my diet, and I was like, I'm not. That place got super busy, man. Like, we, I, I got to go with there with Signature Magazine and do, like, a little spread with them, and uh, it wasn't bad. I don't want to – I think it was a little – I thought it was a little overhyped. I've, I've been to the one on the coast before, and I don't know. It's it's it's, it's nothing to, to write home about. Is it a steak? Or just a hamburger? Is it like a steak burger, or is it just a hamburger? They, they they claim a steak burger. I think it's whatever meat they're trying to put in their burger. I mean, it's one of those things. I don't, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Well, let me ask you this. I'm a, I'm a hamburger uh, guy. Like, if I had to have, like, a final, well, steak. But it, hamburger and steak, I could eat that every day if I had to. What, do you, what are your yeah. thoughts on uh, Five Guys? Honest I haven't opinion. had five. I haven't had five gay, five guys in a while. I almost said five gays. <laughs> I haven't had five gays. Hey man, no, there's, I haven't. Had, there's nothing wrong with that if that's you know your prerogative. I haven't had <laughs> five guys in a long time. But the last I recall, it, it's it's believe it or not, it's actually one of my favorites. It's 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 a as far as chains go, I don't really know. It's it's a lot of money, but it's I feel like it's decent uh, what you're paying for. I mean, I think it's. Yeah. People are a little upset they're paying over $10 for a burger or something, but it's actually really good, so yeah. I don't know. I, I, to me, it, it's not it's not my favorite. I think they're like, they're, their gimmick is like, look at how good we are. Yeah. Like you go in I can tell you, I can tell you though, like locally in Hattiesburg, uh, if you want a good burger, my, my two spots for a burger would be Keg and Barrel, and Sully's. Sully's. I've had yeah. I've had them in in Petal, the Sully's in Petal, and those French uh, they're called fisty cuff fries or something. Yeah, I could eat that every day. If, 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 <laughs> I think I think I actually when I was working for the student prince at Southern, I got to go around and do like little food reviews. I'm I I, could, I'm, I dub myself a little foodie. I don't really know. Uh, but it was one of those things where I got to go around and try burgers in different parts of the town and, and 
the thing with Sully's is, which they do put out a really good burger. The only thing is, is majority of the time when I go to Sully's, I'm not there for a burger. I'm there for a steak. And if I'm there for lunch, it's going to be like a tuna steak. It's going to be something, you know, it's not going to be a burger. I don't know. Like, it's not like, to me, I like Sully's and they do a good job. It's just not, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, I feel bad talking about them like this, but <laughs> it's, it, to me, I'd rather go there for steak. It's a steak place. It's kind of like going to uh, like Longhorn and getting not a steak. Like, right? Is that what you're, you're getting yeah. at? It's a steak. It's a steak yeah. place. Get a steak there. I, I, but I wish to say, please don't compare them to Longhorn. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a Longhorn hamburger. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's like that. You know, people have actually told me that how much they enjoy the burger at Outback or something like that. I'm like, what do you. Who, who orders that? Who orders that? Look, I went to... I want to say it was my father-in-law. Somebody I was with at a Mexican restaurant ordered a hamburger. At a, they had a hamburger at a Mexican restaurant. And it wasn't like taco burger with sauce on it. It was just like hamburger with cheese. I was like, who's getting a hamburger at a Mexican restaurant? I don't know. I, I will say, it's you, funny you say that too because... People have told me that Sakura at one point in time had some, one of their favorite steaks in town. I'm like, oh yeah, Sakura. And I was like, the sushi restaurant? The sushi You're like, place? Yeah. yeah, the sushi place had some of my favorite steak. I was like, that's weird. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to taste, I'd have to have one before I could comment. I just, it's, just I, it's again, it's just one of those things like, who orders that at that place? I don't know why. It, well, know. you know, one of the most expensive steaks is like a, a Japanese steak, right? The Kobe. Oh yeah, that Co- Kobe beef. Kobe beef, five hundred dollars or whatever. Or wagyu, wagyu. There it is, wagyu. Wagyu beef. Wagyu beef. The marbling. The mar- it's got the marbling. That's what it is. You see this? You see the marbling on this? And like they they cut it into a perfect little square. Yeah. I've actually been, I've watched enough food videos to know that you're not supposed to cook that like you're an American does. You have to like. You have to like cut it real thin and do it in like little strips and just kind of you sear it real fast and that's the way it's preferred. You know, it's not supposed to be eaten like a big old hunk of meat like we <laughs> eat. Yeah, if if I were to eat a five hundred dollar steak, I'd be like, you tell me how to eat it. Like, tell me what fork I need to use, how to chew it. If I'm going to pay five hundred dollars for a, uh, a little piece of meat, I yeah. Need by the book I should figure out how I could make that happen or how I can get my hands on something like that or that experience uh, there's a guy on YouTube and it's called sous vide everything and he cooks steaks like you ever heard of sous vide where like they uh, yeah in the bag in you put it in the bag and you basically put it in some in a water bath and, and it cooks it yeah he'll do like in, a, in, in the bag yeah, he'll do it and he'll like marinate with uh, like peanut butter or he'll do like solid butter. He does everything to a steak and I, I can I swore that he does something where you can like mimic the Kobe beef when he was like, he compared them. Like here's this beef and here's the, an actual piece of grade five Kobe beef and they couldn't tell the difference. So I can't. I've heard of people doing sous vide steaks where they'll, 
they'll sous vide them, but then they want to like flash sear them to give them a little bit of grill mark or something to give it some sort of sear. Yeah, he'll because uh, if it's in the bag, it doesn't like yeah. Yeah, he'll he'll sous vide them, and sometimes he'll do like a week. I don't know how that works, but uh, but he'll do them for like whatever he cooks. And when they come out, they're gray. They look like they've been microwaved. Then he cooks them on the grill for, and then they char up and look like a regular steak. I've never actually had a sous vide steak that I know of. That it'd be okay. That's all he yeah. eats. He cooks. Yeah, sous vide's are pretty cool, and they they sell those like. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's like something that would essentially just go on a big pot that you have that you, you just keeps the water at a certain temperature and you can cook them in those vacuum seal bags. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Science. Science, man. (laughs) It's like you got like tubes and stuff. They're like, what are you doing in here? I'm cooking a steak. Yeah. In a bag? In a bag. I wonder if you can microwave sous vide. American way. I don't know. American (laughs) way, man. (laughs) Well... So, one thing I like to do on my shows is I go to this website called Reddit, which I'm sure you've heard of. Reddit? Reddit. Yeah, I think I've heard of it. I'm not a big, I'm not the biggest Reddit guy, but yeah. yeah. So, there's a subreddit called Would You Rather, and it offers... Questions um, about would you rather? So I'm gonna scroll through here and find the first one that's not disgusting, <laughs> and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna answer it. So let's see. Yeah, I would rather not answer disgusting stuff. <laughs> well, this this one's not really funny. It says, "Would you rather wash your hands more and stay home all day, or literally die?" <laughs> I think they're. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're aiming that one. trolling at- <laughs> people. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Okay, here we go. Would you rather poop in the only toilet at a party, knowing that you'll clog it, or poop in the bushes in the backyard? That's not. <laughs> that's, that's so awkward. That's such uh, a weird. Yeah, I mean as. Yeah, who? I would. I don't know what to say. That's a terrible thing. Like, I know I'm gonna clog that toilet, man. I, but I, I have. I like using a toilet. Sure is nice. But you got convenient. a chance of not being caught either way. So I guess what it really comes yeah. down to is: Would you rather be I also, caught? I also uh, jamming the toilet or caught pooping up. I'm also one of those people who likes to leave parties without saying goodbye to everybody. It's <laughs> just like dips out. They're like, where's Jamie? Huh? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I Dude, somebody just shit in the bushes outside. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that Jamie? Look, I got a Could have been. If you could have any superpower, one superpower, what would you want to be? What would you, what would your superpower be? Let me tell you how crazy this is. Literally today, I was thinking about that, about about that. And let me tell you what my superpower would be. And I thought I thought about this today, so I've got a I've got a fully thought out answer. Uh, mine would be time manipulation, and not just like I can go forward or backwards in time. I could change what is changing through time. So 
I could speed up time and make my body go back in time, but my brain stay in the same time so I can not get older but move around in time. So I could essentially live forever. Am I explaining this the right way? Does that make sense? I think, I mean, you're basically saying time manipulation, but then you're like, but I can do so much with it. So much, yeah, like more than just like, because, you know, if you could travel to the past, eventually you would get old, like your body, right? If I could go back 50 years, I would still be 33 years old. And then after 60 years of going to different places in time, I would eventually die of old age in 60 years. But if I can make my body travel back in time but keep my mind, like my consciousness. Yeah. So I imagine you'd be pulling off some uh, some back to the future type. Uh, you'd be making some, laying down some bets on some sporting events that you know the outcome and uh, trying to make a little money that way. Or, or, or I'd be like, I don't know, like uh, uh, I'd go to whenever they fired Steve Jobs and be like, hey, I've got a better idea, a phone. And then they'd be like, I'd be the next Steve Jobs or something, maybe. And or, or, or I've thought about this. People always ask that question of like, what would you tell your 18-year-old self or something? Or what would you tell your 10-year-old self? I'd say like invest in Microsoft, invest in, yes. in Apple or something like So basically you can buy up a bunch of property or something if you had the ability to, to invest at an early age in some of these companies that are worth billions of dollars now, you know. Like yeah, I I helped start that company. Essentially, I was in on the ground floor, and I was digging through my closet and I found this case of Babe Ruth rookie cards, signed exactly. by Babe Ruth, <laughs> a whole box of them. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I do. Time manipulation. Because if you think about it, like I say, superpower, but I haven't said anything super. But if I were to fight a villain and I, I missed him when I went to punch him, I could just rewind time. So essentially, I'd always be winning. It'd be like it'd be like Prince of Persia over here. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be just like that. What what would your superpower be? I've thought about it a couple times, and I honestly think I just think the ability to have mind control. I know that sounds a little weird and devious, but to be able to like understand like what other people are thinking. Maybe maybe do some type of inception type stuff where you can like put thoughts in people's heads, yeah. maybe mess with them a little. But essentially, just like be able to read minds and be like, "All right, like I know what that person like. I know you know it's it's, it's pretty messed up to think about it too. But like to know to have all that knowledge, man, it'd be, it'd be crazy. Yeah, like you go for a Mind job control. interview and you go, "Hey, uh, I want to work here, but I want every Saturday off." And- only want to work two hours a week, but I want the same pay. And they're like, "Sure," because you accepted that. Yeah, Jedi mind tricks oh, that are actually just like, yeah, just like Jedi oh, mind tricks, yeah, yes. uh, yeah. I like but also that. like in a in a weird sense of like, oh, like I know where. I don't know. It sounds pretty devious to think about. I think every part of me feels like everybody wants to use their superpower to try and like, you know do whatever I would just like get by or something like that make it it's not to it's not to do anything amazing and stop, stop Prob- I wanted to stop it's all to the hunger a, it's to become a super villain everybody wants to be a super villain <laughs> that's it that's it it's a superpower so you can become a super villain you know yeah no not one's a ever- hero thing it's a everybody <laughs> wants to be a villain <laughs> no one's a no one's like you know what I want to be able to grow food for every child in the world that is hungry 
like, nah, man, I want to be able to make money out of my fingertips so I can buy a new car. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Ah, uh, well, that's a that's a good that's a good superpower, mind control. See, I was thinking like, say, if I was a, a single guy and I went to like try to pick up a girl, I could walk up and be like, "Hey, girl," like I could just say whatever, and if she rejects me, I just back it up and then try again. You know, eventually, oh, man. you're gonna say the right thing, right? Have you seen? Uh, I mean, I'm sure you've seen Groundhog Day. Yes. Well, I was really. Have you seen? All right, so there's this new movie on, I believe it's on Hulu. I think it's on Hulu. It's called Palm Springs. It's got Andy Samberg in it. I haven't seen it, but I've seen like the picture of it. I haven't watched. Yeah, it. you should. That's it's 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 a good telling of a kind of like a gr- Groundhog Day situation where stuck in a loop kind of deal. But I, but you got me thinking about like. Uh, I don't know, like an an episode of Rick and Morty on one of the later se- one of those last seasons where uh, Morty wants to be able to like do what you're saying is be able to have control of time. So, oh know, yeah, Rick Rick gives him this ability, and then like he's 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 able to try things out and st- like say head a save point, and then like you say, be able to go back and yes, start over again. <laughs> yeah, he had a save point where you could go back. Uh yeah, it'd be like that. That's well, that would be like one of the many benefits of my time manipulation powers. Because I could also travel to like the year three thousand. Yeah. See what's going on. See what they got going on. Might not even be a three thousand. You know. Who knows, man? This might this might be the last year. This might be the last. One. Crazy. Well, I mean, August wasn't. Nothing crazy happened in August. Uh, I'm sure something crazy happened. But it wasn't There's been like, a lot of crazy stuff. Nothing biblical happened, is that what you're saying? Yeah, like nothing nothing of biblical proportions happened. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, some crazy stuff went down, but I don't know if it was biblical. <laughs> well, there's supposed to be an asteroid coming. Uh, yeah. Size of a refrigerator, which shouldn't. <laughs> they say it shouldn't hurt us. You know? Who knows, man? Who knows? Some uh, conspiracy theorists, they know. They know. They do know. Look it up. <laughs> it's not really an asteroid. That's right. Um, it's, it's, Don, it's Donnie Darko. It's Donnie Darko. <laughs> Did you ever see the, the, the second Dark, Donnie Darko? No. There's a sequel? Yeah, it's called S. Darko. And it's about his sister. And it's not. Oh, it's about his sister. Yeah, it's not. It's I heard not, about it. I never it, watched it. It's not the same act, uh, Hall. It's not his, his actual sister playing in that, and it's not very good. It's a B movie. Okay. It's like Son of the Man. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, sequels, man, sometimes. I mean, Ace Ventura's sequel was good, right? It's really good. Uh, the, the, call, the Call of the Wild. Yeah. When Nature Called. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's yes. It. Uh,. So what's next for uh, for Massive J? You're gonna make an album? Are you into albums? Or are you just uh, a freestyler? I I would like to lay down some sort of uh, something like an EP or something, you know, yeah. and and maybe have and like you say, maybe have something on a streaming device to where people can be like, oh yeah, that's Massive J. But 
it's not something that I'm super, super, uh, just like gung ho about, I guess. It's one of these things where I, I, I want things to kind of like organically, I don't know. Evolve. Yeah. Organic. Like there's, there's a couple of songs that my buddy, uh, battle cat, massive J and battle cat mm-hmm. have a couple songs that we would like to lay down, but it's just one of these things where we just haven't done it yet. And it's just, uh, it's just something that's, it should be coming up hopefully soon. In fact, uh, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm with this. Me, I played the other night in Laurel, and and it was awesome. It was a great experience. Uh, hopefully, some more shows will be coming up in the future. In fact, I think uh, Massive J and Battlecat will be playing September 12th in at Glorybound in Hattiesburg. All right. So, yeah. So, so yeah. Hopefully, some more shows in the future. Uh, you know. But yeah, other than that, like I said, you know, we're, we're going to try, we're going to try and record some stuff, you know, but again, I'm, I'm a stickler, so I don't know. Yeah. I feel you on that one. One of those, yeah. it, that's not, I could, it could be better. I'm never going to release it. Yeah. I, could always I feel like it's better. not, it's kind of a, not a de- very good definitive answer, but I think at the same time, like I, I do want to lay some stuff down and definitely have had some friends who've reached out who say, what's that song you do about this? And, you need to record that because I like to hear that. And I was like, okay, you know, some of the things that we do, people do, like, you know, I would say that when, when we play, it's 75% of the show is improv or 25% might be something that we've played before, you know, mm-hmm. so. So, yeah. So, uh, what do you call him? Cat? Thundercat? Battlecat. Battlecat. Thundercat's something else. What is Battlecat's a really awesome artist? Yeah. Um, Battlecat does what? What's his? So Battlecat is my friend Scott Chisholm, mm-hmm. who plays music with his better half in a group called Scott Chisholm and the Better Half. Okay. But he also he also raps a good bit. I say a little bit. He raps a good bit, <laughs> and uh, he also plays the bass. Okay. So, you know, he plays the bass, and then we'll spit some some fire raps. Fire raps, that's good. He also likes to he also likes to play samples off of his phone sometimes. Where you know, say I'm I'm putting down a, a nice little mix, he'll bring in this nice little interlude of uh of like Danny McBride quotes from Eastbound and Down, or or just something random. Like it's it's always funny, like what he's gonna what he has to play sample wise. Yeah. I the Scott Chisholm in the better half, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure it was them. I recorded, we set them up to do a live show on the radio when I was at Southern, and yeah. they were we were like on the front porch of College Hall, and they they played him and that other guy named Wes. He plays like a a resonator guitar. I don't uh, I don't remember, but they were awesome. I remember listening to them. I was like, these guys are really good. Yeah, there. Scott and I go back a good bit, and uh, it was one of these funny things where, even before I started playing music with the Con, believe it or not, Scott would come around, and I would just, I would literally just beatbox for him. I would just like beatbox, and he would just rap. And people had like old, there's like some old cell phone footage of like flip phone footage of me and him outside of T Bones one night and I'm just like beatboxing for him and he's just rapping and it was always one of these things where like 
I don't know. It was just one of these things where eventually I was like, you know, something happened one night at a, at a thirsty hippo, like open mic night where I, I brought my gear up there and Scott was, uh, he played bass with the Hattie's burlesque house band mm-hmm. and they were having rehearsal and he got done with rehearsal and I was up there doing my thing and he just came up there and joined me. And it was one of these moments. I actually, uh, Somebody recorded that. That was kind of an interesting thing where I have a recording of like the first time we really collaborated where I had my gear and everything. It wasn't just me beatboxing, but, uh, yeah, it was just one of these moments, you know, like if you're, you know what I'm talking about when you have these moments on stage, when you're just, you're just enjoying yourself and everything is just coming together and you're just, yes. Yeah. Everything's just, you're on the next thing you know, you're on this level. It's amazing. Like everything is, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's probably what, you know, what keeps us going really. <laughs> That's you know? the best times is when that happens. You know, like uh, when everything you're playing is exactly what you wanted to play and it sounds yeah. the way you wanted it to. And then the guy's like, this guy's playing exactly what I wanted him to at this exact time. Yeah. You can feel, yeah, you can I, feel the magic. I, I was telling somebody about, uh, my, I, I, I played solo this past weekend in Laurel, and traditionally I like to have somebody else to like bounce, I, you know, to, to banter with a little bit, bounce ideas off of. Uh, you know, when I played with the con, we would we could go up there and kind of have a nice little back and forth. Uh, with Scott, we have the same thing, you know, where we like to 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 goof off together. You know, it's mm-hmm. I say I like to so usually I like to have somebody to banter with. But I was playing in Laurel this past weekend, and I think, you know, Shane's got it to where you want to split sets, the first set, the second set. Something was happening that second set where I was just, I was I was feeling it, man. It was one of those uh, magical moments where I was really enjoying the crowd, and the crowd was having a good time, and just making up some goofy songs, and I think it was like I, I was on that level. I, everything was clicking, and everything felt good. That's good. That's always good when that happens. There's also the low times where that doesn't happen, but that makes that makes the good times even better. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'll try to make it to one of your shows and uh, I'll I'll drop a freestyle with you, man. I used to I you used should to, I used to rap. I uh, me and my friend he got me into it and we used to literally just freestyle rap all day. Um, he was serious. Like, he he was like really into like like really rapping. Um, yeah, I, I gotta admit, I'm not I'm not a great rapper. I, I'm more or less like, I don't know. In a weird way, I feel like I'm Timberland. Yeah, I'm, I'm Timberland. Oh, Timberland. Doctor, I'm Doctor <laughs> Dre. I'm over here like making some beats, and then like when I drop my rhymes, I can drop, I can flow a little bit, but a lot of times it's just so it's you, all over the place. So you got the hooks. I like the hooks. I really do. You're I like coming uh, with the hooks, and you need someone to, to pop off the the. Uh, yeah, okay, I feel that's it. what that's kind of what I you know with with the con it worked out that way, and with Scott it works out that way a little bit. Let them come in, flow a little bit, you know. That's good. Look, yeah, I'll I'll come up there and I'll freestyle with you. If you you're to. if you're cool with that, I'll come do that. Uh, yeah, usually I am, <laughs> unless you're like you show up like stumbling and stuff. We've had a couple people who just. <laughs> come up to the stage like man you ought to let me rap and i'm like bro like chill out dude. why don't you uh have a coffee and 
sit down a second. Yeah, I was playing in a, yeah. a cover band a while back, and it's it's unbelievable how many times people will come up and be like, "Hey man, can I play your guitar? Uh, can you play Sweet Home Alabama and let me let me play your guitar?" And I'm like, "Nah, man, I don't know you, and you're pretty drunk." Uh, yeah, but they're it's good in. They have good in. We we've you know with 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 Scott and I we uh we try we try to let some people get their little you know like it's kind of weird we've had some people show up and like I say try and it's like all right like you need to go sit down uh but we were we got to go play up in in Laurel at Slowboat one time a couple years ago and this girl was standing right in front of Scott. And we were just jamming. We weren't really rapping. We were just jamming. And this girl just starts rapping at Scott. No microphone. She just starts rapping at both of us. She's just feeling it. Yeah. And we were just like, hey, come up here and use the microphone. Like, you're obviously feeling it. We're liking what we're hearing. Put it out there a little bit. You know, you're feeling what we're doing. We, you know, and then it was cool. I think she got a little bit of stage fright, but it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, man. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like the whole freestyle thing. I've, uh, it's cool. I dig it. And you said you're playing the 12th? The 12th of September will be in, hopefully weather weather permitting, will be in the back uh, the back of the glory bound. Okay. Think about I think uh, I'll be honest with you. Battle Cat's been kind of uh, he's been kind of MIA a little bit. He doesn't really he's not eager to get really back into being around a ton of people. Yeah, uh, which which makes sense. And he definitely doesn't want to play indoors if there's, you know, he, he, he's told me basically like if, if it's bad weather and we have to play inside, I'll probably sit out and I'm like, that's fine. Hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, but yeah, I'll be playing regardless on the 12th at glory bound. Everybody make sure and show up for that. Yeah, you should. It'll be great. It's going to be awesome, for sure. Uh, well, I don't want to keep you all night. Uh, if you got stuff to do, I, I do appreciate you coming on, man. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you meeting you, man. Maybe catch up on a couple of Sopranos episodes. I've been, been watching The Sopranos lately. Yeah? I've never watched that show. You should watch it. It's a I good hear, one. I hear it too. See, I've been uh, watching Stargate. All of those. Okay. I'm a. Uh, You're sci-fi dude. I'm a sci-fi dude, and uh, and com- they don't really have comic books, but movies. I mean shows. They have movies, obviously, but not shows. But uh, Star Trek and all that. Um, light-hearted stuff. I feel like if I watch Sopranos, I might. I might get. That's some really like. Uh, like mobs, right? It's like the mob, right? Yeah. yeah. It's it's the mob, man. It's yeah. it's the. It's like the New Jersey, uh, the New Jersey Mafia. So let me tell you something. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it. And I, 
I gotta, I gotta admit, like I was watching it and I had seen some of, I'd seen a lot of it back when it was still on, you know. But to rewatch it and see it all, and it's it's amazing to see how amazing James Gandolfini did with that role uh, of being able to be like kind of like a happy character in one scene, but then like be able to like completely change face and be this gangster who's like, where's my fucking money? <laughs> Pretty amazing. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. Was it on Hulu? Or do you got to buy it? I, It's it's on HBO, so you're going to have to have something yeah. to watch HBO. with. Uh, I watch it on Amazon. So. Oh, I got Amazon? Oh, you still yeah, got to have think HBO. I, I, I pay a, like, a little bit extra through Amazon to watch HBO. Huh. Which HBO does have some pretty amazing shows. You know, we're just going back to cable at this point, right? Like it's it's goofy now that I think about it that like as a cable cutter, but I'm paying all these streaming services. I'm paying, paying for Disney Plus and Hulu and Netflix and Amazon, and then there's more coming out by the day. There were people like, oh, like I don't know if you saw that. Uh, at one point in time, I had Apple TV, Apple Plus, and then I had YouTube Premium. But I watched. Uh, I don't. Have you seen Cobra Kai? Uh. Uh-uh. Did you ever? It's an amazing show. It's it's a continuation of the original Karate Kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's on Netflix now. It was on YouTube, and then like I guess Netflix had bought it out or whatever and got it to where now people are watching it for the first time, mainly because it's so easy on Netflix, and it's a hilarious. It's it's really well written. If you ever watch the original Karate Kid, mm-hmm. like the OG. Daniel LaRusso, Mr. Miyagi. Wipe on, wipe off, wax on. Yeah, exactly. The OG, it's a continuation of that series where Daniel LaRusso and the guy he beat up in the first movie, Johnny Lawrence, 30 some odd years later. It is such a trip. Dude, it is such a trip. Ralph uh, Maggio or whatever. Ralph Maggio is in it. And William Zabka. It's amazing. The 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 quintessential 80s bully. Billy Zabka. Yeah? Yeah. I'm have to watch it. Tell all your tell all your friends. Cobra Kai. Cobra Amazing. Kai. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. It's so good. What didn't they have other they had three karate kids? Is it before the second and third? I mean, they actually I think they had more. They had three that were like Ralph Macchio was in, and then they made one with like uh Jaden Smith was one. Well yeah, that was one. That was the one that uh with with uh, what's his face in it, but I'm thinking they made one more with Mr. Miyagi where it was the next Karate Kid with uh, what's her face in it, the Million Dollar Baby. Who's the actress from Million Dollar Baby? Who was that? She was in one. She was the next Karate Kid. It was a girl Karate Kid. Yeah. Hmm. Daniel Larusso was in one, two, and three, and then they made this random one with. Uh, why can I not remember this actress's name? I can tell you what it is. She was in uh, Boys Don't Cry. She was in. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. I want to get. She it. was in Million Dollar Baby. I want to get. Uh, why can't I? Re- I want to get it without uh, without looking it up because it's right there, right there. Uh, I can see your face. See your face. Don't do it, man. Don't. Do it. I got to. Don't do it. 
I know what it is. You can't sit here in silence and just think of <laughs> stew on this for 20 minutes. I'm going to sit here in silence for two hours if I have to. Uh, be the first thing. I got it. Hillary Swank, that's what it is. I knew it was something. I, I saw it, though, but I knew it was right on the... Yes, Hillary Swank was in a Karate Kid movie. Really? I believe so. She was the next Karate Kid. The next Karate Kid, nineteen. It was actually like a really terrible plot. It was a terrible, terrible plot where she was like, I don't know, she had like pigeons or something she took care of. It was really weird. I think oh. that's right. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. When did that come out? 1994. The next, it's got Mr. Miyagi. That's what I said. It's got Mr. Miyagi in it. It was the last of Mr. Miyagi's, uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. The master. Wise, yeah, patient. Yeah, so ridiculous. And I can, it's hard to read. The student young, reckless, and beautiful. An ancient tradition is about to collide with a new generation. That's, yes. that's the premise of so all bizarre. of them. All of them. Sorry. With with <laughs> Michael Ironside as the villain. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, his name's Pat. Yeah, Who's Pat Morita. Well, Pat Morita was uh, was also in Happy Days. Interesting enough. Was he? Yeah. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. <laughs> Dude, uh... I didn't realize that the the guy from Arrested Development played Jason Jason Bateman. Bateman was in Little House on the Prairie. He was one of the kids. Yeah. One of my uh it's gonna sound so random. One of my favorite Jason Bateman movies uh was this old movie from early nineties. It's a football movie called Necessary Roughness. I've heard of it. It's star it stars Scott Bakula from uh, from uh, what was he in? Oh, he, Quantum! The guy from Quantum Leap was a quarterback. He was also in uh, Star Trek. He was uh, Captain Archer. Yeah. And uh, Kathy Ireland was the kicker on oh. the college football team. Sinbad. Oh, yeah. Necessary roughness. What a good, a young uh, who else? Deuce Bigelow. Who's that actor? That guy was in it. Rob. Um, Rob Schneider. Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yeah, he was in it. Wow. Yeah. Such a random. <laughs> Necessary roughness. <laughs> That's weird. Necessary. Yeah. Because I kind of figured he didn't show up until Arrested Development, but that's just me being, I guess, only thinking about what I've seen. <laughs> yeah, and people have been telling me to watch his show uh, Ozark. I haven't seen that, but I hear it's really good, so I'm going to have to check that out. My wife watched it and said it was awesome. I haven't watched. All right. So All right. She watches a lot of a lot of TV shows, so you can trust her opinion. Yeah, but I just want to reiterate that y'all need to watch Cobra Kai, and it's actually a really easy, quick show to watch. I mean, the episodes are like half an hour, so you just burn through it. I mean, there's only like. Rose up on me. I don't know if you can see me, but you're you're frozen on my end. 
Everything's good on my end. All right, now I can hear you. There we go. Now you're fro oh, I thought you were frozen on my end. Looks like where's see you. The the quality dropped down. I don't know what the, what that is. You can hear me. I can hear you. Um, you look like a cartoon though. Weird. Good though. It's unique. It's different. Yeah. Some spice. Add some spice. Ah. Um, but yeah, so you're playing a show on the 12th at Glory Bound. Euro. True. Euro place. Everybody can catch Euro you there. Euro spot. Euro yeah. spot. You can check out uh, K uh, J Jaycon. 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 Uh, my song. Yeah. The song. Jaycon. Yeah. Wards over war. Wards over war. Stay tuned for, a, it, for part two. Yeah, I, I actually I need way I need more subscribers on my YouTube. So really, uh, if anybody could go out and just like subscribe to my YouTube, I, I've got a couple of videos that I've made on there. Uh, other than other yeah. than Wards over War, but yes, that song's on there. Yes, I saw there was like a you have a, a, a clone ad. I, I that was my one of my senior projects at Southern that I decided to make. It was a a dad bod parody dad bod. commercial kind. Yeah, it, it was a a commercial for uh, for the dad bods out there for, <laughs> for when a man when a man needs to smell like a man. Yes. Did dad buy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So go over there, subscribe to his YouTube channel, and check out the dad bod and all of that. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I need. I need it. I need the support. Yeah, and then also stay tuned for. Uh, we're gonna have a collaboration called Oh. 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 Uh, we have to put some sort of uh, exclamation mark or something. Uh, o, H H, or I don't know. We'll do. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah, that's coming out as well. Put it on your calendar. It's it's on the calendar. That's uh, <laughs> it's written down. Um, but yeah, I'll come by and, and check out your next show. If I'm in town, I might be out of town. But if I'm if I'm in town, I'll be there. If not, I'll be at the next. All right. For sure. Yeah, man. Um, All good. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you go before we we you know go forever and let you get to your Sopranos. But it was really nice talking to you and meeting you, man. Uh, nice, nice meeting you as well. Nice talking with you. Yeah, um, yeah. If you ever want to collaborate or anything, hit me up, man. Uh, I got a, I got a studio. I got a studio here. I rap. We, we can do All something. Right. We can do something. I'm down. Yeah, yeah I'm always down. Cool, man. Uh, hit me up and everybody check out all of Massive J's stuff, and uh, I'll talk with everybody soon. Thanks, man. See you soon. Bye, y'all. Goodbye. Later. Later. <laughs>